Good evening. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Yollywoodland podcast. That's right. We are joined in the studio today by our programming director, Andrew Johnson. Uh, good evening, everybody. Hello. Or morning or afternoon or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Yeah. Good time of day to you. Yes. Uh, I'm Rudy Jones. I'm Mike Morgan. We are uh, the co-directors of this year's uh, Yollywood Film Festival, which if you've been listening to the show, you probably know is coming up very soon. Yeah. Impending festival. Uh, It's going on at the Seven Stages Theater in Little Five Points in Atlanta, Georgia on October 9th through the 15th. And we're here today to tell you a little bit about some things we're excited to see on the program. And so Andrew is just the man to talk about that with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I am very, very excited about this lineup. Um, I mean, obviously we're promoting it here, but I am not just being uh, a salesman when I say this is the best lineup we've ever had. It's a great, great set of films. Um, so yeah, uh, I got to talk about Fingerilla first. Uh, we have um, we have a feature called Fingerilla. It comes from uh, Zach Strum, who is a Yollywood alumni. Uh, he did the Panty Symphonic, uh, which played as part of our experimental block last year. And um, his feature, Fingerilla, um, it is the only way that I know to describe it is it's like a, it's surrealist trash and i mean that in the best way like it it reminds me of if uh you had like one of luis buñuel's like episodic like the phantom of liberty type films only like made by john waters um it is it's something else there's a lot of things in it that you have never seen on screen before um I, I want us to bill it as like the weirdest movie ever made because it might well be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really excited about that. And uh, that's screening on uh, Saturday night at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday night will be a good one. Um, we have a lot of great stuff playing that day, actually. We've got a full full schedule that day. Uh, the comedy blocks that day, we've got some really great comedy uh, from some people who have submitted before. Um, we have a great short from um, the Decent Humans people, uh, Leanna Adams. Um, they've got a pretty long one, um, Grilled Cheese Cat, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grilled Cheese Cat. Couldn't remember the exact name, but it's good. I think it's one of the best things they've ever done. So. It's really funny. It's really good. I think it's it's their opus. Um, got a lot of great talent in it from Atlanta. Uh, a lot of some of our favorite comedic actors, um, very active in the in the ladies' night community and things like that. Um, just kind of really cool how it shows how all these people come together um, as part of community, which we love. Yeah. So, and part of us like talking about our programming this year is that it's a really like fun, diverse, wide range of stuff. Um, I kind of we talked about it kind of going from Farmer Veteran, which is a documentary we're playing about a uh, veteran who moves back to his hometown to start a farm, and it's a very like therapeutic process for him. And it's this kind of serious, sweet documentary. And then we go all the way to Saturday Night to Fingerilla. So we've got. Something for everyone. Yeah, or like uh, Friday night, it's Friday the 13th. Um, we're very excited about our blocks that night. Um, we have Silver Screen Spook Show coming out to do the late night. Um, they're going to do Blood Freak, uh, which if you have never seen it, you absolutely owe it to yourself to see Blood Freak. Um, it's a 
one of the classic like exploitation anti-drug films about a man who smokes some um, some bad ganja and uh, grows a turkey head and <laughs> becomes a murderous maniac. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's a perfect film for us to play too because I feel like we bonded over another uh, turkey killer movie. So it's going to be <laughs> it's the perfect thing to play. Oh, uh, I don't think about Thanksgiving nearly enough. So thank you. <laughs> Blood Freak is a lot better than Thanksgiving. Yes, uh, it's a classic North Florida. Like uh, it, it's not Her- Herschel Gordon Lewis, but it's that same sort of vein of film. Yeah, it's definitely heavily inspired by. Uh, Herschel Gordon-Lewis. And then we talked a little bit about uh, like Florida horror in the Florida Man episode with Marcus Rosentrader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some great stuff. Uh, great stuff coming out of North Florida all, all throughout the history of, I guess, exploitation film. And so... Um, yeah, that's actually where uh, gore films started. So got a little representation for that on Friday the 13th. We also have a really awesome, strong uh, thriller and chiller block. Uh, we kind of did a little bit of little horror, little high stakes action thrillers. Um, and there's a couple films in that that I'm really excited about. Uh, definitely some strong chlorophobia going on in there. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got uh, the Weed Whacker Massacre, which is that same sort of like North Florida uh, spirit. Um, it's a, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is about, uh, I guess it's not, maybe you might assume that someone is, uh, handling the weed whacker, but it's actually a possessed weed whacker, uh, that goes out and causes havoc as a weed whacker can. Don't want to give it too much away. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew that was something to fear. Now you do. See, it's it's an educational uh, program we have this year as well. (laughs) I'm also excited about Croak. Uh, Croak looks like a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited to see how people react to it. So yeah, Croak is uh, is a fun little movie. They also, I don't know if you saw, they made a a cool little graphic out of our um, the the event page uh, graphic that we made. They added some frogs and a bloody rake to it. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, (laughs) it's very sweet. Um, we also are, uh, starting off things with our, especially Southern shorts block, which has kind of been our, uh, like, I guess, hallmark block and some, some of the strongest content we've produced. So we thought we'd start off with that on Tuesday. Um, yeah, every year we've, you know, I've kind of, that's been kind of my favorite block to just showcase some of the, the very best things that we've seen throughout the year and certain things that tell us certainly like, you know, particularly Southern story. Um, and that's varied from year to year, but you know, I, we figured this year it's a good way to kind of celebrate that by kicking off the festival with it and, you know, just right out of the gates. Yeah. And there's some, there's some cool movies in it. There's a couple of really great documentaries. Um, American moderate, I think is a, it's a very timely Southern story because it's a story about growing up. It's it it's a story that humanizes Trump voters, which is something that um, I'm not sure that um, a lot of people who attend these type of festivals or these types of events um, think a lot about. So I think it'll be sort of a perspective changer for people. Um, and it's about, you know, like what sort of influences, um, you know, lead to that sort of thing, like what that sort of culture is about. And I think that'll be a good one. Um, and also the rabbit hunt. We're very excited to screen the rabbit hunt. It is a really, really great documentary. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's sort of one that you have to see to believe too, but 
Yeah, I really, really enjoyed watching it. I think people are really going to like that. It's a very, like, visually striking uh, documentary and just, like, a really neat kind of slice of life story. Yeah, yeah, about, uh, it's... About a family whose uh, circumstances are uh, very, very different from everything else that we normally see uh, depicted on screen and, and hunting rabbits. So, yeah, and also um, we have a lot of document. It's not excuse me, documentary. I mean, drama uh, this year, and we've had just so many really, really strong drama shorts. Um, so many things that are really like powerful, provocative stories. Um, I feel like in both of the drama blocks, we have a drama block on Tuesday and then we have another on Saturday and they're both just like super stacked with really great content. Yeah. DeKalb Elementary is one of the, um, the, the first block pieces that really stood out to me. And and I, I find myself thinking about it a lot just in my life throughout the day. Um, it's, it's a really, you know, unique kind of character study um, about some events that truly happened or based on events that happened um, that they a uh, it wasn't a school shooting but it was an attempted school an shooting attempted over off of second avenue that's right um, so it's it's very you know I don't know it's it's spellbinding. It is spellbinding. They did a really great job of like, you know, taking a little bit of source material, which is a 911 call of like the um, woman working at the school and communicating with the police and then just really like building this full story um, from that. The performances in that one are crazy strong. It's some of the best acting I think we've ever had uh, at the festival. Um, really, really great pair of lead performances uh, from the, the people in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the two, the, a lot of people on the programming team really enjoyed the wait. I know we all kind of sat and watched that together and I really enjoyed that. I think people are really going to like that. Yeah. That's in the block on Saturday and, um, it's a great uh, portrayal of, uh, relationship um it's one of those moments in a relationship that captures when um there's some truths brought out that you know maybe have always been something that was under the surface people things that you assumed about each other that um are actually heavy big subjects that need to be addressed and they kind of change everything and yeah it's it's a it's a great little short piece that captures uh, something that anyone who's been in a relationship has sort of felt before right um and as always, we're going to have a music video party, which is always a good time, always a really fun event. We have some really awesome, really creative videos uh, this year. I think it's going to be a really cool uh, presentation. I think there'll be some things you've never seen before. Um, and then we're following that up with a very secret, very cool, we can't say exactly what it is for very cool reasons, uh, uh, concert film. So I would highly recommend you got to be there to see what it is, but yeah, our friends at, uh, straight to tell have made a, a very cool concert movie that we're just giddy about, uh, getting permission from the artists to, uh, show it to y'all. It was a sold out show, right? Here in town. It was indeed a sold out show here in Atlanta. Yeah. So Thursday is a do not miss type of night. Yeah, it'll be a, a good time. Lots of lots of music. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Um, one of my favorite things about the you know music video block is watching. It's it's a really great block for watching how people filmmakers that we have that come back year after year, like kind of watching their them like hone their craft is like very apparent. It is for shorts as well, but like 
I don't know. There's some really great music videos from people that we've gotten music videos from in previous years that we're really stoked about. Yeah, always stoked about playing Josh Yates' stuff. Um, you know, we've got Justin Newton uh, leading off that block, actually. A uh, good friend of ours and of the festival. And yeah, some great filmmakers uh, making some stuff for that block. Yeah, I think that I always enjoy music videos because people just can be very creative with them and the like after effects and just there's so much diversity to in that block in terms of like content and stories. It's a it's super strong. Yeah, absolutely. We have touched on most of the shorts blocks except for documentaries because we do have some really great documentaries besides the ones uh, that we're playing in the southern block. Um, I really like um, my first drag show. Uh, that is a, a great, again, sort of um, experiential doc. Really, really, really brief, but it captures like an important moment in a lot of people's lives. Um, and again, like shows a perspective that's not always depicted on screen. So that's a fun one. Um, also love that we're playing Found It by uh, another a Yollywood alumni. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Ely. Ely. Ian Ely. He's, what, 15 now? Something like that. Yeah. 14 or 15. Yeah. Uh, really, ex we're excited to play his stuff because he is a very enthusiastic, very talented young filmmaker. And um, he has a documentary about geocaching uh, that we'll be playing as part of that block. Um but it's uh, Flooded With You. Flooded With You is really great. Uh, depiction of uh, the floods in um, Baton Rouge. I was going to say New Orleans, but it's Baton Rouge. Um, last year, uh, 2016. So uh, interviews with uh, families and people who were impacted by that. That um, is a really, really moving documentary as well. And that was by um, Evan Kidd, who's uh, we showed his feature film Son of Clowns last year. Oh, yeah, we're also playing the Arkansas Wildman. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was uh, looking at my list. But, yeah, the Arkansas Wildman is a good one. Um, it's about, um, oh, hell, what's the guy's name? Of course, I'm going to blink on this now. A rockabilly legend who played uh, on Sun Records recordings uh, who lives in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, um, but, you know, comes out and he still plays, you know, big shows over in Europe. And so it's about, like, one big last tour with his original band. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, I'm really excited to see that. It's cool. I, it's it's a really cool thing to like look at people who have like always made a living being musicians, even though they're not like the big flashy types. And so like what sort of their life so life is like once they reach like old old age. I mean, because everyone in it's like seventy or higher, and um, but they're still out there, you know, playing rockabilly music for people who are very very passionate about it. Um, like I said, mostly in Europe, but they play some like VA halls and stuff in America too. And so there's good concert footage. Um, there's uh, lots of good interviews with fans. There's lots of good interviews with like musicians who played with Elvis, musicians who played with like lots of like the early rock and roll legends. Um, and not so much talking about like Elvis and all that stuff, but like what the business was like back then. Nice. And then that's going to be playing with, uh, if you know the words, feel free on um, Saturday afternoon at three. Yeah, that's a cool little um, movie that was made here locally that. Uh, it highlights, you know, a group of artists here in Atlanta, visual artists, um, and like this community uh, that you know they're a part of. And the movie was made a few years ago, um, but it just kind of came onto my radar. And I've been talking with uh, Artemis Jenkins, who's directed it, and you know he is actually premiering a new film elsewhere that same weekend. 
Um, but he felt like he wanted to show this one at Yollywood because he thinks it's a story that still needs to be told. And I think it's a great opportunity. We're going to have a lot of these artists out uh, to talk about, you know, the state of things in Atlanta now and how much has changed since the movie was made and how much has stayed the same for better or worse. Yeah, I think it's a it's a really realistic portrait of what like the art community actually is like in Atlanta as opposed to some of the stuff you see like um like the the noisy documentaries about um Atlanta where um I mean that's sort of like the big budget stuff the like national artists but like the people who are like actually on the streets here in Atlanta like doing art and um you know making a name for themselves here locally um so it's a very Atlanta feature which I love that we're playing stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like we've done a good job kind of just skimming over everything. We really just wanted this to be a teaser for everybody. Um, but, I mean, as you can tell, there's so much good stuff this year. We, we want to see you out every day. Uh, we've got great stuff to show you. We want to meet you, shake your hand, come say hey. Um, is there anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap it up today? Um, just a few shorts that, uh, we didn't quite get around to talking about cul-de-sac. Uh, cul-de-sac is part of our thriller block on Friday night. Um, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, so come check that out in that same block. Um, we have a like two minute short called all you can eat that, um, is like genuinely creepy, uh, scary. Like I, I like that they went there with it. Um, we didn't talk about Get Out Fast. Uh, it's part of the Especially Southern Block Tuesday night. Uh, Get Out Fast uh, played at Slam Dance originally, I think, but um, we're very excited to have it because it, it's it's a, an interesting story. It's like about train kids and, uh, I don't know, very artsy, very um, abstract way of telling the story that I think um, really will uh, resonate with people because it hits like a lot of emotional highs really quickly. Um what else? Leaving Charlie was one that I uh, I saw kind of late in the whole process of screening everything, but um, immediately was like, yeah, I would love to play this. It's a great story about a, a, a stripper, you know, who wants to get out of that lifestyle, but like it's very, I don't know, very uh, gritty in terms of depictions of like what the stripper life is like. It doesn't really pull any punches, uh, which is, you know, everybody loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have a, a really funny comedic short called Pisser, uh, filmed at a local brewery, uh, Three Taverns, um, that, um, I don't know, it's really silly, but uh, it, it'll make you laugh. <laughs> uh, 80s Dating Video Remix uh, is, 80s Dating Video Remix is one of these ones that, like, it's part of our comedy block and it is funny, but it's also one of these things that'll make you think, because essentially what it does is it takes a bunch of... Um, bunch of like the 80s video like commercials like guys who would like you know like do the video commercials to like try and get people to date them or whatever and recontextualizes them by having women uh do everything and um it's both sort of like thought-provoking in terms of like i don't know how the different sexes present each other but also like funny because like they found like some really goofy stuff to riff on um so, yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, there's no shortage of really, really great stuff. Um, so I'm really, really excited about this program. Like I said, I really think that there's going to be some stuff that audiences will respond to, people, things that people really love. Um, you know, it, even something like Fingerilla, which, like, if people, like, 
feel repulsed by it, I would argue that it's working. So, you know, <laughs> like it, we have a lot of stuff that people are going to react to. And I feel like that's what art is supposed to do. It's supposed to like engender some sort of feeling, some sort of reaction. And we have a lot of stuff that's really, um, I don't want to say visceral, but a lot of stuff that really like achieves that this year. And I'm very excited about playing it all. Yeah. Well, yeah. you did a heck of a job putting this program together this year, Andrew. Well, thank you. I had no shortage of help. So I want to thank Greg Bishop, Christy Brenneman, and the two of you, of course. Uh, Jeremy as well. I don't know his last name. Grebner. Yeah, Jeremy Grebner did a great job screening stuff. Um, everybody who worked on everything, I think. Um, we had a lot of support this year, and there was a lot of great teamwork. So Yeah, it was a really enjoyable process this year. We had so much good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was- I'll say, like, you know, we, we had over 200 submissions this year, and for the first time, like, almost all of them were actually relevant to our festival. You know, in other yeah. years past, we'd get all kinds of stuff from all over the world. It has nothing to do with Southern cinema. People just don't read the description and send it, whatever. This year, almost all of it was Southern, and all of it was just... I'd say leaps and bounds better on the whole than they have been for in years past. We had a lot of stuff that we wanted to take, but we just didn't have room for. That's um, right. Even going for a full week that we are this year, it's just, you know, only so many hours in the day. Uh, but yeah, we're all delighted with the program that we're going to be sharing with y'all. And, you know, it's going to, it's up at yollywood.org. You can go and check it out. Find some titles you want to see. Do yourself a favor and pick up a Y'all Access Pass. It's definitely the best way to experience the festival come out and see as many of these things as you can join us uh have some fun with us and yeah we'll see you in october see you at the movies see you soon the hollywood land podcast is a production of the hollywood film festival our engineer is paul katzman our theme music is provided by jeffrey butzer and the compartmentalizationalists 